I'm Christine Waters, Money Coach. I'm Madeline Irvine, Food Coach. And this is the Healthy Cash Cow, bringing health and wealth together. Hello, Chris. Lovely to see you, albeit through a screen. Hi, Madeline. How are you? Yes, I'm missing our little catch-ups. Much prefer to meet (laughs) (laughs) face-to-face. Today, we are going to be talking about what is the difference between a financial coach or a money coach want to call us that and a financial advisor slash planner that gets a bit gray the planner area area so Mm. we're going to stick with financial advisor because they are similar um but yeah and what about you madeline yeah so we will look at the differences between a dietitian nutritionalist and a nutrition coach awesome that's great so Do you want to start off with maybe a little explanation of the three? Yeah, sure. So um, a dietitian is more of a, so you've got your tertiary education, they've got their degrees um, and they're, they're able to diagnose and design diet plans and things like that. Whereas a nutritionalist, they still can be tertiary qualified but they're not always. So they work with people providing advice, information, education on food groups, calculating calories, portions, stuff like that, whereas a dietitian will diagnose and actually design uh, diet plans, you know, so for, say, someone with type 2 diabetes, someone who's going through cancer treatment. Um, So you'll find them in hospitals often, um, things like that where a nutritionist maybe not as much so and then a nutritional coach they work with people to bring about like you know positive changes to their eating diets you know things like mm. mindsets food choices and awareness they're all doing the same thing they're they're helping people uh, use diet to become healthier but yeah. they've kind of got specific differences about how they do that so would you call a nutrition coach a food coach as well or is that a different thing? Yeah, so a nutrition coach, food coach, I think that's that's kind of, they're in the same bucket. So you've got the dietitian who's tertiary qualified and they're accredited, you know, they're insured at that level. A nutritionist can be qualified and insured and accredited at um, a certain level. Whereas a nutrition coach, food coach, they're at that level where they've possibly done a certificate course or some training, yep. um, possibly not at that tertiary level. But so there's there's a lot more stretch as to what type of person with what type of qualifications or knowledge yep. can be nutrition food coach. A nutrition and food coach are in that same bucket of it's a bit stretchier as to what they've mm. done to get there. Yeah. So what would you call yourself? I'm most probably more on the nutrition coach. So I've I've studied and got certification on human nutrition, um, looking specifically at disease management and health, health and food, um, but not at the not at that tertiary level of dietitian. So for me, the the purpose of that course was to become more educated myself. So if I'm talking to people about food in a general way, it is that kind of educating and inspiring 
people to eat better or be make more mindful food choices based on the fact that it's really directly connected to their health. Right. So like I suppose a coach's aim is to help a person's performance be better mm. and improve. So the coach could actually go into more facets of a person. Yeah, so the, the, the coach has got a more holistic wellness approach. So you you might cover more more ground with a coach in some respects. Mm. Where you know you're talking you might talk about uh like your mental state and uh around food and then possibly around stress uh and sort of what's going on in your world, how it affects your nutrition. You know, it's it's, it's sort of a bit broader yeah. than specific specific to yeah the other two potentially so a coach a coach is working with basically the mind as well as the habits the it's the same as a money coach like a money coach will help with the mindset behind bad money habits so I feel like a coach would it tends to be about retraining I suppose as well improving and helping you get to goals would you agree with yeah that so it's kind of as well yeah so sort of potentially you're talking about their a coach is dealing with the why and how whereas the um, advisor is more of the what yeah very good mm. I like that that makes it easier to, <laughs> to get <better laughs> so, <around> because <laughs> Yeah, sorry, so that's okay, the okay. three 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 kind of areas for the food side where you've got the dietitian, nutritionist, and nutrition food coach. So what would be the three parallel in the finance world? Okay, so we've got financial advisor. A financial advisor is probably the similar equation to the dietitian where they've got the tertiary education, they've got the uni degree, they have to be... Um, have their ASIC license so they are able to actually give you specific advice about money um, mm. usually um, that specific advice they are trained in certain areas and um, they're not a lot of them aren't broad so some might be trained in um, shares and trading yeah some it's some other forms of investments, um, bonds, stocks and bonds, that sort of stuff is generally where a financial advisor um, goes. They'd be like a specific specific stream that they deal in. They are, but within the financial advisor sector, you then have the specifics of um, what they only tend to deal with one stream, if that makes sense. Mm. So, yeah. so what happens is, so I see people say put a thing on Facebook has anyone got some details for a financial advisor and I always put on what are you specifically after because be careful because you usually have a fact finding session which costs money and then then that leads on to oh no you have no idea and people get really despondent after they've been to a financial advisor because they're not actually ready so a financial advisor Mm. usually deals with the people who've got money ready to invest and off you go. Yep. A financial planner is 
is an advisor but more specialised. So, and they're usually paid from, say, insurance. So you've got a financial planner who specialises in insurance, a financial mm. planner and advisor. Like they tend to cross over a little, um, special specialising in self-managed super fund. A lot of the time they get paid by the product that they're representing as well. Okay. So, and a mortgage broker, it could be classed as a financial planner for mortgage broking. Mm. Whereas, so, we, so, and they, so I've um, done my diploma in finance and mortgage broking. So, okay. That, so, therefore, I'm classed as a planner for mortgages. So that's where you would place yourself in that I wouldn't place myself there. I'm more of a money coach, so a finance, financial coach. So therefore, then we've got the financial coach. So we've got, which is certified, the same. It's a little bit unregulated, a a bit like um, the food industry. You can call Mm. yourself a coach, but you really need to have a certification. Now, in America, there's um, money coaches everywhere. In Australia, it's it's fairly new, but so what a money coach is very similar. It's more ho- more holistic. It's mm. more dealing with the mindset, helping people become financially literate. Um, it's that it's empowering people to make the changes they need to reach their goals. Um, coaches can sometimes do it in group sessions, so you can have a financial. Or money coach. I like to, I like money coach. You can have a money coach and have a money coach group session to help you get on your path. Do you know what I mean? So a, mm. a money coach is a more holistic approach as well, dealing with bad habits, why you've got there, what your money story is, where do you want to go, how to get out of debt, etc., etc. So if we look at the yep. tiers. You would do, firstly, if you were absolutely, I'm going to kill myself, I'm in such a bad place with my finances, um, you would need to go to a financial counsellor, so lifeline. A financial counsellor okay. is the where a person just can't even think, can't think, I don't know what to do, and they will sort of do it for you. So okay. So that's where you, and then a financial, a friend of mine's a financial counsellor, so then she's like, from her place, she gets people ready. Then she would send them off to a financial coach. Now the connect—that's yep. where the financial coach is. The next tier, which is like, come on, let's learn to save better, budget, all of that, and get some money together so you can invest. And then mm. a financial coach would then send you off to a financial advisor yep. or a property investment advisor if you were wanting to go the property route, because most financial mm. advisors are shares. So therefore, then you go up to up to there, and then a financial advisor usually specialises in the planning of their specific field, which then goes okay. to a financial planner. So mm. it's there's a place for everything, but you can you it's just people being educated to know where to start. So I've had people come to me and. They're in such bad shape mentally that, that, that they actually need really specific hand-holding. So I've sent them to a financial counsellor. The financial counsellor will ring up the bank for them on behalf of them. Now, I can do that, but I don't want to do that I, I, because for me I want to deal with people who are ready to change themselves. 
Yeah. And so part of that is, okay, well, you need to ring the bank. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I'll hold your hand along the way. Yeah. And encourage So it's kind of like that the the council level is kind of managing crisis. Yes. And once they come to you, it's more like learning new skills to move forward, which yep. is slightly out of that I'm in crisis, which I guess is similar to like a dietitian, you know, they're treating disorders or yeah. illnesses, you know, so you're, you're already sick when you're yeah. seeing off often. Yes. Um, so that would be at that level of you need a lot of, you're already in a space where you need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Whereas a nutritionist or a nutritional coach is more like, let's keep you on the right track and get you moving forward that you end up in the right place that you yeah. don't need a dietitian in the context of, being in hospital, dealing with your lifestyle illness or disease. Yes, yes, yes. And that's where we, like, so we're both coaches, so therefore our goal is to holistically help people change their health and wealth. I guess we have to understand that the coaching side is a super valuable side because it's about the whole person. Especially for the food side of it, you can look at these three tiers and go, okay, so is there one better than the other? Mm. Um, And I think even though one might have higher tertiary qualifications in a certain area, doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right service for you. Mm. Um, Even though people are educated in a certain way, doesn't mean that they know everything. Yeah. So you really do want to sort of shop around, understand what your needs are and make sure you're going to the right stream to meet those needs. So the highest tertiary qualified, which you would assume has the greatest knowledge, a dietitian, they're not always going to look at some of those areas that you might need. You know, So my first experience with a dietitian was in a hospital context. And um, I was referred to a dietitian because my baby had been diagnosed with being allergic, basically all food. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then when I met with the dietitian, they didn't educate me about food on what would heal or build strength in his immune system, which was the reason he'd ended up with the allergies, or how to find um, vitamins and minerals outside of what he couldn't eat. So even though they had all of the study behind them and you know tertiary qualification and these hours of practical in some mm. context, it wasn't actually super helpful for me in this specific case. So there wasn't sort of like, how, this is how you make sure they don't become malnourished. This is what you need. I was sort of more informed, like, here's a dairy-free formula you can use um, <laughs> and you most probably can make custard out of it. You know, <laughs> so, so until I got more information, the information I got from the dietitian wasn't actually super helpful. And then mm. the second second experience was much later where I'd become more of a major food conspiracy nerd. <laughs> and then so my, hus- my husband was in hospital dealing with like back surgery, back pain, mm. all those sorts of things. Yeah. So he had asked the dietitian that they had been sent to in a pain clinic. So again, in a hospital situation. And he had, he had asked her about, you know, inflammation um, and foods that he should stay away from or he should include that would make sure that he was reducing inflammation in the body because inflammation is connected yeah. to pain. Yeah. And the dietitian didn't actually even know what he was talking about. 
So, so you've got the core thing connected to health, inflammation in the body. A lot of diseases are connected to inflammation in the body. Pain is connected to, and then so he, you know, there's this interaction with this dietitian in the hospital who doesn't even really know anything about inflammation. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm not saying that to bag out dietitians. No, no. It, it's 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 more saying like don't assume the best person for you and what you're trying to achieve within your food journey or health story. Yeah. Yeah. That that the dietitian is going to be the best person for you in your scenario. Make sure yeah. that you look around. Don't assume. Always sort of make sure you do a little bit of research on what you're trying to achieve and then what that person can offer you. You know, and the thing with a coach is they've usually been through a whole heap of stuff themselves and that's why they've got a passion in the area that they're in and they've become Mm. specialised in that area. Do you think you uh, came into the world of coaching also, you've talked about your money story, so you're talking about, you know, often people who are coaching have been through, you know, something that's inspired them to do it. Do you think your money story has inspired you to coach? Oh, totally. Because when we were in debt, in my 20s, it was mainly me that got us in our debt. (laughs) 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 Um, I wished back, I was like back then, I felt so alone in the debt. I remember thinking, oh, it would be so nice to have somebody to to guide. I don't, Mm. and I even looked at financial advisors in that season and they're like, even back then, so we're talking 20-something years ago, they were $2,000. And I'm like, I don't want to pay oh, wow. $2,000 just for a report. So, but, I, again, <laughs> I didn't realise I was looking for a coach. And I was, a, mm. I was more of a natural coach anyway because I naturally I'm trained as a horse riding coach. So mm. that's, that's my original training and had a real heart for coaching. My goal when I was young was to coach the Olympic team. I always had a value in coaching and so therefore when I was sitting down thinking, I'm so tired of hearing people, um, their heart of, oh, my gosh, I can't do this, I'm I'm going broke or I don't know what to do, then I thought, you know what, I need to be able to coach these people somehow. So I got certified under the Dave Ramsey coaching um in the united states because he's one of the best in the world so i decided to do it myself and because that i had have had years of coach training in different areas so it's just a shift in in fields (laughs) really yeah but it came from the fact of going through it and learning so much unnecessary stuff that if i'd had someone holding my hand i I didn't need to do that oh dang Mm. Could have done it this Are way. <laughs> Which tier of that financial advice do you think most people sit would benefit from? Oh, honestly, I think most people would benefit from coaching. I think that mm. with health and fitness and even parenting, like I think the coaching element is of mass value and people will put their money where their value is. So if they're valuing Mm. their health and they realise there's an area of their life they need to improve, they will pay for a nutrition coach. If they value getting out of debt or creating better financial future for themselves, they will value putting their money into a money coach. 
but it's people getting that revelation for themselves and going, this actually is important to me. I want to get healthy. I want to get wealthy. I'm going to have to pay for it. And I guess it's that saying, um, you know, successful people are lifetime learners. Yes. So it's kind yes. of in any area you're on yes. this continuous journey of learning. You never arrive. There's always more to... <laughs> Lifelong yeah. learners. That's right. And, you know, yeah. just before we sign off, um, the importance of sort of understanding coaching comes down to the importance of having some really good, valuable goals and understanding mm. that we can't do it alone. And usually these coaches have spent hours resourcing themselves, listening to stuff, watching stuff. They've certified. They've... They may not have the university degree, but they have so much experience in their area mm. to become the great coach they are. But then like anything, you've got to be mindful. So I think that covers, oh, actually, how much is a, how much is a nutrition coach before we go? Yeah, again? so it's quite loose, the inter- interchangeableness. Yeah. If that's a word. Yeah, sort of. Of the way people kind of use use the terms and it's kind of yeah. it, it crosses over into the pricing as well. Because, you know, it's kind of, you know, between seventy five and two hundred and fifty dollars you might be paying for a initial consultation with a certified nutritionalist or dietitian. But then you could also come across a really popular coach that's charging similar prices. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it's it's kind of a little bit up for grabs. Yeah, it, it feels yeah. like, and looking at it, that um, that's kind of your price general price bracket, which I which isn't a great one. It's quite huge the gap yeah. between seventy five dollars and two hundred and fifty. Most probably more like a hundred two fifty. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's not like you can choose one and it will guarantee you're guaranteed that it's going to be cheaper than the other one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it the same with the financial? Well, the coaching side's unregulated, so they can, same, you can coach whatever. Yeah. You're, you're going to be looking between 2500 to 4000 for an average wow. financial advisor. Usually who would be using that service? People who have money and who really want yeah. to make money out of their money. People who okay. don't want to, have no idea about investing, and want someone to do it for it. So like a buyer's agent is a property investment advisor. Mm-hmm. Buyer's agents charge somewhere between ten and 20000 per property. But oh, usually wow. what comes with that is masses amount of um, service if you're yep. with the right, right people. And it's a little bit the same with the financial advisor. It's, you, you're getting a lot for your money. And mm. but you have to be very, very mindful of that they are specific to what you want. So yeah. a planner, a financial planner, sometimes can have less lesser fees, but they and a lot of the time advisors and planners will get paid commission um, from mm. whichever product that they recommend. So and mortgage brokers, which is a version of planner, they get paid commission from the lender. So, um, and a coach, you just pay them directly. And some coaches are like forty nine ninety five a month. 
where you just have a little bit of access, email them. They might send you. It's a little bit more remote, up to mm. two or three hundred dollars a month. There's um, two thousand dollar courses where you can do three hundred dollar courses. So mm. I think you've just got to be whichever if you're going with a coach because I believe me personally, coaches are more relational. So it's mm. more about having that relationship. So they get to understand you more and it's more regular. Um, I think it's just finding the person you relate to the most and you both want to work together well. And then you yeah. achieve your goals. And then like and then for me personally, if I had somebody who had saved up twenty thousand dollars and didn't want to buy property, I would send them off to a financial advisor to if they didn't understand shares to help them trade in shares, stocks, bonds crypto all that stuff <laughs> yeah well hopefully there is enough information to be somewhat helpful yep i agree and let's and we're just sitting here waiting for covid to be done so that we can meet in person again <laughs> and look forward to our next topic and in the meantime have an awesome week all right, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you giving up this time for us and we will see you soon. Head to christinemwaters.com or madfoodstore.com to check out the blogs based on today's podcast if you want to dive a little deeper. Or you can click on the links for the blogs in the podcast notes and you can also find us at the Healthy Cash Cow Facebook group. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. The Healthy Cash Cow. <laughs>